right, let's get things started with the future of WNBA media, Pepper Persley. Hi, Pepper. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to be talking with you. Um, it looks like you're having a little bit of internet trouble. Let's hope we can get you back. All right. You're back. Um, so, yeah. Can just you again, see me? Yep, yep, you're good. Um, so, yeah, just again, shout out to Together for um, giving me the opportunity to highlight um, your voice. I'm super excited for this. And then, yeah, let's get started. So I want to start by not talking about basketball, but congratulating you on your engagement. Um, so we saw the picture, but what's the big story behind the moment? Oh, well. We're good, right? Okay. Yeah, we're good. Uh, the big story behind the engagement. Um, I was actually super, super nervous. Um, probably more nervous than I've been for games, uh, big games, anything like that. Just because I wanted it to be done the right way. Um, Marta, Marta deserved that. And we were in Phoenix. Um, and I was telling her I wanted to go hiking, this, that, and the other. She didn't really want to do that. But in the end, she was happy, um, and it all worked out. Pepper, I think we're having technical difficulties. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Okay. All right. I think I'm back. Sorry for the internet troubles. Um, I didn't catch the end of that. Super sorry. Um, would you mind repeating that? Yes. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. I think it was okay. my end. I'm sorry. No, no, no worries. We're good to go. And uh, this is uh, the world we live in with, with the internet. Um, but yeah, so we we were in Phoenix. I wanted to go out and like you know, have somewhere where it was a pretty scenery, but obviously Phoenix is super hot. She didn't want to really go hiking. So she was kind of like not happy about that. But um, when I proposed, it, it changed her whole um, mindset on the day and hiking. And it was, it was awesome. It couldn't have been any better. Well, I'm excited for you. Um, and another big announcement on your end, you decide with Puma and you will have a signature shoe with them, which is so amazing. And I'm super excited for that. So just tell us about the importance of that deal and having a signature shoe, especially as a WNBA player. And will your shoe come out in kid sizes? Because I definitely want a pair. Uh, absolutely, Pepper. My shoe will be in kid sizes, um, will be available for people of all ages, basically. I'm super excited about it. I think to be able to go to Puma, um, where they're kind of continuing to, to elevate what we do, to bring bring up women's basketball and take the, the entire industry to another level is something that was super exciting to me. Obviously, when you hear signature shoe, that's like eye-opening, super uh, jaw-dropping type of thing. But I hope that I can make a shoe that's going to be inclusive for everyone um, no matter your age, gender, anything like that. And 
when my shoe is ready, we will be sure to send you a pair of pepper. All right, I look forward to that. Um, and will you have like um, all suey gear or is it just sneakers? So there's more details into that. Yeah, so the plan is gonna be, it's gonna be like um, an actual line um, where there will be some gear and it will kind of collab together with the shoe. Uh, we don't know exact dates yet because obviously to make a shoe from scratch takes a while, but uh, hopefully we can get some gear out at some point this, this year and the next year uh, and then the shoe comes after. Awesome. I'm super excited for that, as I'm sure many of our listeners and viewers are um, as well. So now just transitioning into the 2021 WNBA season, which starts tomorrow, which is so exciting. Um, just what are your personal goals for the season? We always talk about team goals, but what are you personally hoping to um, get better at this season? Well, first of all, I'm super excited to be back with the 2021 season. Can't believe it's the 21st, 25th anniversary of the WNBA, excuse me. And I'm really excited to be back in front of our fans in Seattle. They said that we could have a limited amount of fans, so we can have 20,000 or 20,000, 2,000, excuse me. Um, so can't wait for that because I haven't played in Seattle in two years because of my injury and then the bubble. And my goals for this season is just continue to to be the best I can be, continue to get better, continue to um, elevate my game. And also, you know, with with our team, we have some newbies um, and continue to just kind of make sure everybody's on the same page and, and help people grow along their journey. Um, and you say you just want to be um, the best player you can be, which we all know is pretty amazing. Um, I look forward to seeing you out there. So can you just talk about the challenges of defending a championship? Yeah, um, to defend a championship is never easy because you always have the target on your back. You know, everybody wants to beat you because, because we're the reigning champs. You know, we just won, so everybody wants to beat us to kind of see how it stacks up against with their team and, and see how their team can do against us. But most of us, we've played with targets on our back since we, we started playing basketball. So we're, we're excited to kind of really have the opportunity to, to defend our title. Uh, looking back at 2018, when we won the last time, I did not play in 2019. So there was no honeymoon phase um, where we get to enjoy the, the winning and that type of thing. But can't wait for Saturday. Can't wait for ring ceremony. Can't wait to see the rings um, and then get started with 2021 season. Yeah, I look forward to the season as well. Um, and shout out to my parents. I'm just going to give them a little shout out right now for letting me stay up for this and for the game tomorrow. I'm super excited for that. Um, so yeah, opening day is super exciting and I can't wait to see you play um, on Saturday. So can you just talk about some of the changes to your team? You mentioned that there are some newbies. Um, just how you think these changes will affect the storm this season? Yeah, it gives us a different look. I think that, you know, as we talk about the WNBA and the excitement around the WNBA and the rosters changing and people going to different teams, um, that's a part of the pro sports, right? You know, we see it more on the men's side and now we're seeing it on the WNBA. We're seeing people kind of having to go to different teams and um, start something new. So our team is a little different. Obviously, we lost uh, Alicia Clark, Sammy, Natasha Howard, but um, really looking forward to, to having, you know, our core group back, having um, 
a lot of returners and then adding some new pieces like Candice Dupree is, is going to be really exciting. Um, she, she's someone that I played with, with USA basketball when I was in college and she's someone, as you know, Pepper, she's super smooth. Uh, her mid range game is, is one of the best. So I'm looking forward to stepping the court, stepping alongside her on the court. I look forward to seeing that as well. So I've asked you this before, but this is always a relevant question. What is it like playing with the GOAT like Sue Bird? And do you have any fun Sue Bird stories you can share? Uh, playing with Sue is, is always amazing. Uh, just the fact that she's someone who has been through it all. You know, anything that we're experiencing on that court, most likely she's experienced before. Uh, she knows how to win, but she knows how to lead, and she knows how to continue to kind of help us be better um, whenever we can. So, obviously, always shout out to Sue. Can't believe she's still playing, but super happy about that. I hope she retires when I retire, and that might be for 10 more years. Um, fun Sue Bird stories. Let's see. Uh, I mean, she brings it up all the time, but... Uh, when I was younger, when I was like a rookie, and they were like, oh, what's it like playing with Sue, whatever, um, in practice? I guess my answer was, oh, she rides the bike a lot. Because, you know, she's, she's um, not always in on all the drills. But Sue is a, a great friend. I'm happy to call her my teammate as well. And look forward to, to getting on the court together and having another season together. Now I've got a draft question for you. So the WMA draft is always exciting for the players who are drafted, the teams drafting them, and the fans, of course. And you were a number one overall pick. Can you just walk us through that experience? What was the phone call like? Um, what was the first thought you had after hearing your name called? And how did you celebrate after the draft? Yeah, so my draft day was um, in person, unlike the past two years where they've had to have virtual drafts just because of COVID and, and everything that was going on the past couple of years. So I was at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, um, was able to have fans. And I remember I was wearing like this orangish reddish jumpsuit. That's one that I'll never forget. You know, you got to make sure your draft day outfit is fire. Um, and to hear my name be called uh, was something that, you know, you dream of, Pepper. Maybe, maybe in your case, you're dreaming of, you know, being the number one draft pick in the WBA. And, and I was you at your age. And, you know, to see that kind of come to fruition, to see that happen um, was just a dream come true. And I was super happy to have my family there, my friends there, my teammates, my coaches. Um, and at the same time, it was a new experience. I knew I was going to go play with Sue. Sue. I knew I was going to go play with Jewel. Uh, but I never went to Seattle before. So it was something completely new for me. Um, but was eager to get started based on all of the, the history in Seattle with the storm um, and obviously with Sue. Now, Stewie, it seems like all you do is win. I mean, in college you won, in the W and overseas. What's your hidden strength? How do you keep winning? You know, it just happens. Um, I, I'm super competitive and I think that, you know, I try to do as much as I can on and off the court and, you know, make sure that I'm showing up big in big games. But um, I think that obviously, you know, you can't win without the rest of your teammates and, and the people that are kind of fighting alongside you on the court. So obviously credit to all my teammates that I've had college, Seattle, overseas, um, 
because you know it's it's not a one person show it's it's the entire team and uh i hope that i can continue winning i hope that what i've done now is is not the end all be all but i hope that there'll be more winning to come all right i hope that for you as well um and we talked about you know just the the good side of winning but it must be hard to continue to stay mentally healthy through all of the playing that you do so how do you stay mentally healthy <sighs> um it's tough because as women's basketball players we go from WNBA to overseas to WNBA to overseas and it's just like a constant cycle it goes on and on and on for me um i make sure that i have a balance you know i love basketball i love watching basketball i love playing it um so i always want to do it but there is a time where it's like you know what i need to step back i need to do something else like go on walks with my dog or you know read a book or anything where it kind of turns my mind off a little bit um but mental health is something that's extremely important and if you didn't know may is mental health awareness month um so it's good to check on your people good to check on your circle your friends because obviously uh the world we live in there's a lot going on so i'm very fortunate to be able to say that my career is a basketball player um but you know there's a lot more people that are having um way more struggles than me and making sure that we're continuing to uplift everybody that we can I love that. I love that so much. Thank you for that response. Um, now, turning a little bit back to the WNBA season, it's the 25th anniversary of the WNBA, which means there's a lot to celebrate. Um, so I want to start by getting your perspective. What are some of your um, favorite league moments and some of your favorite league players from before you joined the league? Uh, favorite league moment when I was playing or before? Before you were playing. Okay. Uh my favorite league moment before I was playing. Uh my first game that I went to was uh at MSG to watch the Liberty. Um and I remember I was probably in junior high school and I went down with a friend and to go into Madison Square Garden and see how big the arena is and then to see players on the Liberty where you know I was hoping to one day be like them. That was um a moment where I was like this is what I want to do you know this is this is where I want to be and I want to be playing alongside some of these players um favorite players in the WNBA before I was playing who uh Lisa Leslie Lauren Jackson uh I watched Candace Parker when I was younger so to be able to kind of match up with her now is is an honor and you know now I call her a friend which is even more amazing um Sue Bird obviously she's been around a long time uh but the list really goes on and on and on um now you mentioned that your first WNBA game was at Madison Square Garden and so was mine so that's a really cool connection we have there um so I just want to do a flip on that question what's your favorite WNBA memory as a player so far I have a guess as to what you're going to say. I want to see if I'm All right, let's see. My favorite WNBA memory as a player so far is It's hard because it was like 2018 when we won, right? 
that was like an amazing memory. And I have to say 2020 when we won also was an amazing memory. But the semi-series against Phoenix was just insane. And game five against Phoenix was like one of those games where it's like we'll go down as one of the all-time best series ever in the WBA playoffs. So uh, winning is obviously a great memory, but that series was one that I'll never forget. I love that. And I'm pretty what, sure... What was your guess? What was your guess? My guess was you... Uh, I thought you were going to say winning the championship last year, which you kind of did say. So was it's, it so, totally it's so hard to compare, Pepper, but... Um, winning is always special in its own way, but th that series against Phoenix... Um, it was just like mentally, physically exhausted. Um, and we were still able to push through and, and go on to the finals. Yeah. Um, so, all right, Stewie. Uh, we've talked about your career, but now I want to get into um, getting everybody watching. If they aren't already going to watch um, the WNBA this season, tell, tell everybody why they should. Why everybody should watch the WNBA this season. You guys should all watch the WNBA because... Um, it's time. It's time to continue to get behind women. It's time to continue to uplift women. Um, come and show appreciation for what we do on and off the court. And we have exciting basketball. I think that it's something that, you know, a lot of people don't know until they really watch. And come out and watch us get buckets. Come out and watch us make plays. Um, and I'm sure we'll get you to come back and watch us again. For sure. I mean, ever since I was three, I've been drawn back to the WNBA. And I didn't really even understand basketball at that point. So I, I'm for, for sure it's evolved and it's definitely super interesting now. So um, I definitely agree with Stewie. Everybody watch the WNBA this season. Um, and yeah, next up, let's um, talk a little bit about the Olympics. So how will you balance playing in the Olympics and in the WNBA? Yeah. Um, I'm really looking forward to the Olympics this year. That's first of all. Uh, obviously, it was postponed in 2020 because of the coronavirus. And to be able to have it be postponed and not canceled was something that I thought was super important um, just for all the athletes. Because obviously, it, as a team sport, it's a little different. We knew that we were going to the Olympics already, but I really felt for the individual athletes that were training that entire year and then had to wait and train another year. Uh, but for us, you know, the the goal is always gold. So we want gold medal. Um, to be able to go after seventh consecutive gold is something that is actually insane. But looking forward to getting on the court with um, the 11 other best players in the world and, and really compete. I know it, it looks like we're just going from one thing to, a next, to the next, but we all um, enjoy and appreciate the opportunity to play USA basketball. I look forward to hopefully watching you play in the Olympics. Um, and so let's shift focus a little bit to girls empowerment. Why is it important for girls to see female leadership? Super important for girls to see female leadership because to show girls where they can be, you know, someone like you, Pepper, you can be where I am. I hope in how old are you? 10 just turned so, 10. In like 15, 16 years, I hope you're where I am, if not even better. And, and that's the thing, is to continue to raise the bar and continue to, to kind of make sure that 
for my generation, we're being our best for the ones that are coming after us. Um, and, and showing them that there is no ceiling. There is nothing that is not reachable and to really follow your dreams. Um, so why is it important to mentor girls and to help and to support them? Uh, it's really important to, to mentor and support young women because you need to show them the ropes a little bit, you know, show them how to, to navigate everything else going on in this world and, and how they can really get to this point and uh, be successful. And I think that, you know, that's the biggest thing that um, the WNBA women's basketball players, I think we do really well is we uh, are reachable. You know, you see a lot of times, whether we're on Zooms with teams or talking to players or whatever the case may be, you know, continuing to be able to be available and, and really help the next generation to really uh, pave the way for, for those that are coming after us. Um, how do you handle the responsibility of being a role model to young girls? Um, for me, being a role model to young girls is obviously something that's uh, a huge honor to be able to be looked at as a role model um, means that I'm I'm doing things the right way. You know, I'm doing things um, the way that I should and just continuing to kind of be a leader, continue to show them what it takes to get to this point, continue to um, help make sure that uh, their platforms are going to be even bigger than mine and continue to just be my best. Uh, because I know a lot of people are watching, a lot of young girls are watching and helping them get to this point. Now, this is my last official question for you. I have a surprise for you after this. Um, so what advice do you have for the next generation of female athletes? The next generation of female athletes to the next generation of female athletes, the advice that I have is to continue to set the bar. I think that, you know, you look at, the generation that's coming up behind me actually and they're continuing to strive for more continue to ask for more and continue to demand more uh because you know we're in 2021 and women deserve the same amount of rights and attention and equality compared to anybody else so for those young women coming up in sports continue to be your best continue to set the bar um and you're going to do some amazing amazing things and uh, thank you for that and thank you so far for all your amazing responses so i want to end with some fun awesome questions as i call them and i haven't done these in a while but i'm bringing them back out for you so let's get started so these are going to come out really fast um and i promise they're fun questions okay so first, um favorite shoes i know you just signed with puma do you have favorite puma shoes my favorite shoes right now are the court riders all right. What's your pregame routine? My pregame routine, um, if it's a, a 7 o'clock game, wake up, have breakfast, walk Stu, my dog, uh, go to shoot around, then come home. I do uh, some recovery stuff, take a nap, eat, go back to the gym. Nothing too crazy. All right. Simple. I like it. Do you have a go-to move? A go-to move like on the court? Yeah. Um, oh, now I got to tell you my secrets. Um, the If I'm in the post, I want to do a right-handed hook. That's for sure. Or um, 
any type of step back around the elbow. I like it. I'll look out for those moves. Um, do you have a favorite childhood basketball memory? A favorite childhood basketball memory. Uh, one basketball memory that I had when I was playing Syracuse Stars, uh, an AAU team out of Syracuse. Um, we used to do the Cotton Eye Joe dance after uh, we won tournaments. So I remember being like on the stage in a gym because you know some gyms have those stages, and just up there doing the Cotton Eye Joe. So that's that's a memory that I'll never forget. That's an awesome story. Do you have a favorite food? Pizza. Cheese pizza. I like pepperoni, but cheese pizza's not bad. I um, mean, pepper, I think you have to like pepperoni at this point. <laughs> I guess I do. I guess I do. Um, do you have a favorite movie? My favorite movie is the Harry Potter series. Ooh, I like that. I like that too. <laughs> What do you like better, the movies or the books? Ooh. Uh, I mean, I think the books are always better, but it's a book where I'm not going to reread it multiple times. You know, if I see the movie on and I've seen it already, I'm probably just going to watch it again. Interesting. Do you have a favorite book from your childhood? Um, a favorite book from my childhood. I don't really, I'm not sure. I used to read like those Captain Underpants books, those weird ones. Um, you know what I'm talking about, right, Pepper? Yes. <laughs> and yeah, I think that I didn't really kind of invest in reading until I was older and I was overseas and not having to do school. Um, and now I read for pleasure and not because I have to do homework. <laughs> um, is there something you're not good at on the court? Um, I don't know if I'm not good at anything, but I think the things that I need to continue to be better at is continue to, to kind of work on my ball handling, um, continue to put myself in, in situations that maybe I'm not entirely comfortable with on the perimeter, but I want to say I'm terrible. <laughs> All right. That did not surprise me that there's nothing that you're terrible at. All right. So do you have a Mount Rushmore of non-UConn players? Mm. Mount Rushmore of non-UConn players for college or WNBA? Uh, WNBA. All right. Uh, tricky. Lauren Jackson. Candace Parker. Hmm. Lisa Leslie. How many do I get? Four, right? Yeah, four. Um... Hmm. Cheryl Swoops. That's a pretty great four. Um, have you ever trash talked to anybody? And if so, tell us the story. You know, I'm really not much of a trash talker. Uh, I really don't. I let I let my game speak for itself. I think that sometimes there's like heat of the moment where things happen and you have to just kind of 
say something on the fly, uh, but no special, special stories. Um, has anyone ever trash talked to you? I don't think so. Hmm. All right, and last question for you. What's your favorite thing to do when you're not balling? <sighs> My favorite thing to do when I'm not playing is to be at home, to relax. Uh, before COVID, I would say go to the movies. I used to love to go to the movies, but now that's like not a thing anymore. Um, but just to be outside, to be um, with my dog, to be hanging out, I think just, just relaxing. All right, got some, got some little COVID things to do in there. I miss going to the movies as well. That was really big, but now you know you can stream everything. So exactly. you don't you don't have to pay as much money and you can just do it in your home. So I guess that's better. The popcorn's not the same. That's the only problem. Yes. The popcorn of the movies is perfect. Never get anywhere else. But um, other than that, yeah, I think that's pretty awesome. Well, that's all I've got for you today. It was really great to chat with you. Um, and again, shout out to Together for um, lending me their platform so I could share yours. Thank you so much, Pepper. Um, as always, you're a pleasure to work with. Um, seems like you have a ton of fans based on these comments coming through. People are shocked at, at the way um, that you work, but continue to, to be your best and can't wait to see you soon, hopefully. You too, thank you so much. Bye. Bye. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy the interview.